Chiefs Kingdom Show. Live with the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Here's the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. From the High V Market Grill in Lee Summit, 301 Northeast Rice Road. It's at 291 and 7 Highway, not far from the original Lee Summit High School, home of the Tigers. We are here tonight to do a lot of things. First of all, we're here tonight to get ready to host the AFC Championship Game. Fifty-eight years, it did not happen, and now back-to-back, we will host the AFC Championship game. We are also here to celebrate a never-before-seen game in the 100-year history of the National Football League. The Chiefs down 24 to nothing. Think about that for a second, and then think about the Chiefs winning 51-31. to 31. Down by 24, winning by 20. It has never, ever, ever happened in 100 years of the NFL. That is huge. And for a football team to be facing extinction and to fight back, I'm going to talk about it with Coach Reed here in a little bit, mentally and emotionally and physically to come back to score touchdowns on seven consecutive drives. That is huge. And to have a guy like Dirty Dan Sorensen that is waiting on the fake punt, that is huge. And a defense to completely turn the game around and hold the Texans on downs three straight times, that is huge. Huge. You put all that together, the Chiefs win 51-31 to host the AFC Championship game. It's time, Titans. Yes, come on in because it's time to put the hammer down, baby. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Lee Summit. Again, on Rice Road. That's the frontage road, 291-7 Highway is the uh, location, close to that location, that intersection, uh, beer, uh, near, uh, yes, beer, that's a Freudian slip, near beer, uh, Lee Summit High School. So a reminder that with High V, with 51 points, okay, 51 points, 
After the game tonight, a lot of you after the show will do this. I know we're going to do it in our family. You can score 51 Fuel Saver discounts equal to the 51 points the Chiefs scored if you spend $51. So here we go. That's pretty awesome. Second thing is proud, and a lot of you have picked them up already. They are available at the Hy-Vee Kansas City stores, and a lot of you have requested them outside that area. We're going to try to get them for you, but touchdown, Kansas City. The Mitch Holtis official apparel collection is available while supplies last, and they're on sale here tonight. Short sleeves, long sleeves, something for every fan in the Chiefs' kingdom. So you can cheer on your Chiefs. There's some knockoffs out there. Do not buy the knockoff. This is the official one to get ready for the AFC Championship game, and it's really a shirt for 365 days because in our heart we're always saying, Touchdown, Kansas City. Also, the Chiefs Kingdom show is brought to you by Bad Boy Mowers. Move. Mow with an attitude. What a crowd we have here tonight. The Red Coders are here tonight. The Red Hots are here tonight, hotter than ever. Green's Redheads are here tonight. The Red Guard is here tonight. The Geeks are here tonight. Snowstorm Sandy, Weird Wolf, Autograph Geek, Yellow Fro Man is here tonight. Uh, got the Geeks also. The uh, Taj Mahal Tailgaters are here. Susie Bling Bling and Kent the Cake Packer are here tonight. And at that table as well, don't want to forget Big Country, our Midwest Wrestling Champion, Matt Stockdale. Not only do we have Snowstorm Sandy here tonight, for the first time ever we have Super Bowl Sandy here tonight. Where have you been the last 50 years? And she's next with the guy that looks like Chris Kringle, even though it's January. Christmas lives on in his heart and his persona. All right. So many times during this show, people go to the game and then stay after the game for the show. Tonight we have fans here from Tampa, Florida that are here. Where are our Tampa fans? And we'll stay there for a couple nights on our way to Miami. Also here tonight from New Jersey, our big New Jersey fan is here tonight. We have a group listing at San Antonio, Texas, Churchill High School. The Chargers, the kingdom goes that far south. And as east is John Carroll University, a bunch of Chiefs fans. I'm telling you, the uh, kingdom is expanding. And the uh, blue streaks of John Carroll are listening tonight. Sophie Bug is here tonight with her posse. Coming up from Benton, the Nothing But Noise Tailgaters. BCE's here tonight. The Lake Lottawana Lake Rats, four generations of rats. Kind of a home game. And also here tonight, and it is really uncanny how good he's got Coach Reed down. He walked in, and people on the other side of the bar started cheering like Coach finally came to the show. Fake Andy Reed is here tonight. Fake Andy Reed. And John is here tonight from the city of Raytown. The city of Raytown represented tonight, even though we're in Lee Summit, Missouri. A lot to get going tonight. Also tonight, we continue our featuring the top 100 players in NFL history that represent the Kansas City Chiefs. We had Jan Stenerud, Bobby Bell. Tonight, the incomparable middle linebacker of the Super Bowl Four Chiefs, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Willie Lanier is here tonight. 
That is huge. He's here tonight to sign uh, a special limited edition of the 69 Chiefs book. It's extraordinary. It's so very well done uh, by Mike McCumber and others, but it's so well done. Joe Sargent is here tonight from the team. Willie will sign the book. He's selling them with sign for $75. You know, the worth it's worth a lot more than that. But anyway, Willie's doing it tonight for all of you for coming out tonight. All right. I talked to Coach Reed today. He is fired up, I'm telling you. Fired up. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Lee Summit. We'll be back with Coach Reed after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. Now Hartman is back to take this punt for Brian Anger. Second in the league in net punting was Anger. 24-7, Houston. 8.32 to go, second quarter. That's a fake punt. They fake the right side and tackled short of the first down. Great play. Dirty Dan Sorensen would not be fooled. A gain of two on third down and four. Dirty Dan makes the big place, stopping the fake punt. Welcome back to the uh, Hy-Vee here at uh, 301 Northeast Rice Road and Lee's Summit at the uh, intersection of 291 and 7 Highway. Giant crowd here tonight. We'll wedge you in here if you want to come in here a little bit later and uh, meet Willie Lanier, one of the top 100 players uh, in NFL history representing the Kansas City Chiefs. But now with me is the guy that engineered uh, the greatest comeback uh, from a standpoint of being down 24 and winning by 20 in the 100-year history of the league, head coach Andy Reid. And, Coach, I have to ask you, the mental and emotional resolve of your players and coaches to do something that has not been done in 100 years of this league. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the guy's a great mindset coming into the game, um, and we needed that. I mean, we needed to survive that uh, that 24 nothing shellacking there that took place early. So, uh, But the guys battled through, and they, they stayed positive, upbeat, um, they worked with each other. They talked to each other. They, you know, got on each other in a couple cases, and and uh, were able to pull it together. So, and I thought the coaches did a nice job. Likewise, I mean, so easy it is to get down in those situations and not be able to bounce back. But the guys all, like I said, everybody stuck together collectively. But as a head coach, I mean, some of this is designing plays, coming up with a game plan. But how much of this is leading a team when it's hard to lead? I've seen you do it for seven years, either something that could pull the train off the track. As a head coach, how do you remain steady in saying stay the course? Well, I mean, that wasn't like us, I mean, first of all. So that that, that's, uh, that was something different than we've been doing all year. So it was just a matter of kind of getting back on track and doing the right things and uh, I've got a great locker room here, so the players, uh, the Mahomes and the, you know, Clarks and, uh, you know, Tyron and I, all, all the guys. I mean, they they jump in and they uh, hitch. They, these guys take take charge and they they just go. Listen, we're not doing it this way, and uh, let's get this thing right and do what we do. And and that's what happened. I mean, that's what took place. I was just thinking in my head during the play-by-play, you're going, man, just play, just play. It's what you're telling the guys all week. And thinking just somebody make a play. Hartman's kickoff return to get that one and then to come right back and score quickly with Kelsey on a 25-yarder and then Damian Williams on the uh, wheel route. Yeah, Kelsey's another one of those guys that's a good leader in those situations. And then 
Uh, McCool's had a couple of these now and a couple of games where he kind of sparked us and got us going. And, and that's what he did on his return. And then, uh, you know, Kels and Pat took over from there and, and took care of business. So, um, you know, it's uh, you bank on those guys, the head coach. Uh, you bank on guys to trust and, and step up and make plays, and that's what they did. The fake punt, though, just the discipline, understanding for Dirty Dan Sorensen to sniff out that fake punt and then knock the ball out on the kickoff return that was part of the uh, onslaught. Yeah, well, the punt was, uh, that was, uh, uh, you know, Dave works on that like crazy. But it's another thing when your juices are going and he's the only guy and he's in space and he's got to make the play. And and he did. Um, and he's done that throughout his tenure here. So it, it um it was great to see. I thought it was a good good idea by Bill to to go for it in that situation. I mean, that's that's the area that you do that, and you know, so I understood his side of it too. But uh, Dan Dan was the guy, and he he made a big time play. And then the roll, seven straight touchdown drives. What got it rolling on the offense, in your opinion? Well, I, I, listen, I um, you, you got to. Mention Pat. I mean, Pat, um, he leads that group. And so uh, everybody works together to make it happen, but he, he's the one that's pulling the trigger. And so um, he has some beautiful throws. Guys made great plays. Guys made yards after the catch. The big old line blocked like crazy. So, I mean, it takes takes a whole army to do it, but, um, you know, the guy that was leading it was Pat. I want to talk about your offensive line. It can overlook those guys, but it looked like as a group, right right tackle to left tackle down the line, those guys were on it yesterday. They were. They, You know, they took the challenge. That's a good defensive line. They're going to have another good one uh, this weekend. So it's uh, um, you got to step up, and uh, O&D line become uh, – magnified even more important than they are in the regular season they are in the postseason so um but those guys did a nice job defensively you hold houston on downs three straight times i told frank he's now clark the shark because he circled watson like three times on one of those sacks but just your defense showing its result yeah, he was a shark on that one. He had, he missed him twice and got him the third time. I mean, one more and he would have been out, right, in baseball. So he, I thought he did a nice job. And uh, he's relentless. I mean, that's what you say about him. He, you know, all the fundamentals and everything, he does well. But, I mean, the, the you can't – it's hard to teach that heart. And uh, he's got a big one. I want to ask you now, as you prepare for an AFC championship game and to host it for a second straight year, uh, we'll get into Tennessee later in the week a little more in detail, but you said last week, we said it jokingly, but there's a lot to it, perfect the peak, because I thought maybe yesterday there were some jitters, guys trying to do too much at the beginning of the game. Uh, but perfecting the peak on this Monday night, how you get ready to prepare a play, a Titans team, which has made a big statement. Yeah, they're uh, they're, they're obviously a good football team, and uh um, they've done a heck of a job. I mean, getting themselves to this this point, and I have a lot of respect for uh, Mike and the job that he's done as a head football coach. I, I had respect for him as a player too, and um, and he's an ex-chief. So again, we, we get to face one of those guys, and um, he's got a, he's got a football team that, that's physical. So you got to come in with the right mindset. Uh, offensively, defensively, and special teams wise, and and uh, you got to be ready to play four quarters of, of good, solid, tough football. And you know we're lucky that we're backed by 
the you know the sea of red and and we appreciate them every bit of them and we expect them to be just as loud as they were before i mean they make the ground shake and there are not a lot of stadiums that that can happen and so we appreciate that all right kingdom this uh, week's battle cries perfect the peak we're gonna let this guy get back to work but time to perfect the peak coach i appreciate it mitch hi those redheads too they're here. Again, we're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill at uh, 301 Northeast Rice Road, 291-7 Highway in Lee Summit. We come back, we'll talk with one of the heroes of the Super Bowl Four championship team and one of the best to ever play in the league, Willie Lanier. We'll be back with Willie after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. 24-14 Houston, 6.39 to go, second quarter. Sprint out action to the right side. Mahomes holding it, holding it. Now fires it late. Kelsey gets into the end zone, turning his left shoulder. Touchdown, Kansas City. 20 points in lightning fashion by the Kansas City Chiefs. Great protection, and Travis Kelsey is tearing the Texans up. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill and Lee Summit as we're on uh, 301 uh, Northeast Rice Road, that's the frontage road just off K- or, uh, K- uh, 7 Highway on the Missouri side. Uh, so here in Lee's Summit, we've got a giant crowd here tonight. A reminder, fake Andy Reid is here tonight. I can't, he's better than Andy himself, I think, in some of this. And guess who just showed up? The gal. We've got until the end of the month to vote for her for the uh, Ford Fan National Fan of the Year. Puppet Lady is here tonight. Puppet Lady. And she'll uh, show you how to go on Facebook and find it, how, or on Twitter, how to vote to, to get our own Chiefs Ford Fan of the Year. Puppet Lady is a six, one of the six national finalists. Also a reminder from High V that with 51 points scored by the Chiefs yesterday, tonight, you can get that many uh, fuel saver discounts equal to the number of points the Chiefs scored. That's 51 for the amount you spend. 51. Okay, that is huge. Also, get them while they're hot, and yes, people are uh, getting after these. It's the official touchdown Kansas City shirt. Uh, the Mitch Holtis official apparel collection available while sal- supplies last uh, in Kansas City at the area high locations. And Chiefs Kingdom is brought to you by Bad Boy Mowers. Mow with an attitude. Weird Wolf is here tonight. Uh, we continue getting ready for the AFC Championship game against the Tennessee Titans. What better guest to get ready for this game than one of the most impactful players in the history of professional football? A six-time Pro Bowler, inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1986. We have had more... Walter Payton, NFL Men of the Year, than any other franchise. He had it in 1972. And here come the Titans with Derrick Henry. Yeah, here they come. So what better guy to have on tonight to continue our tour of the top 100 players in NFL history, the Chief Representatives, ladies and gentlemen, number 63, Willie Lanier. (laughs) 
Welcome, my friend. Thank you, Mitch. Happy to be here. It is awesome to have you here, especially on this night, considering the timing of what has gone on and your thoughts, because you follow this team so very closely all throughout the year. This has to be a team kind of after your own heart in what they've been able to do, especially yesterday. Willie down 24 to nothing and winning by 20 points. It was fascinating, and I think that people who haven't played the game trying to understand the mental psychological approach to how the game is played. And Bobby Bell and I were sitting next to each other in the owner's suite yesterday, and that first quarter started to unfold, and we started seeing things we had never expected to see. <laughs> so that person running right down the middle of the field when no one's around him, and you go, how did that happen? And then there's a fumble, and how did that happen? There's a block punt, and how did that happen? And you see a cascade of everything going wrong. You're hoping that it shifts because you do, and maybe the other team makes a couple of errors instead of going for it on fourth and one at the 13 when you're trying to put a team away that can score. They don't. And then you have the attempted block punt. I mean, trying to rush. I mean, so you had all of these things happening, but you don't know they're going to unfold. So I have been watching the team all year. It's had ebbs and flows, and Patrick was injured, and, and then the defense wasn't quite playing as well as it needed to be. They'd had some new names on the defense. So all of that is trying to come together. But yesterday, with the 24 and then the whole thing shifting, uh, I believe they put themselves in a superior position to do what has to be done to get one of these. Yes, and one of these is his Super Bowl fit championship ring. There have been a lot of parallels between this team to that team. We're not going to get ahead of ourselves because here comes Tennessee. However, to me, the most poignant moment of the road to the Super Bowl IV championship was um, I'm, I'm glad the America's Game series came back because, to me, when the Jets had – this is in the divisional playoff round in the AFL playoffs. The Jets at home had the ball at the one-yard line, and they had an interview with you – where you said heads started to be bowed, concessions started to be made, and you would not let the Jets get into the end zone. As a professional player and as a person, to have the emotional and mental resolve to do that, you saw it happen again 50 years later with that team yesterday. How difficult is that to do, and what does that do for a team when you do make the stand? For anyone who is looking at their life, things you're trying to achieve, confidence that you've tried to have in your life to take another step, at times when it seems rather dire as to whether that can happen, you have to have your own personal resolve that comes from your history, your background, your church, your reach, your hope, and all of those things have to come together. So with that being said, I can share something that's really interesting being in Kansas City 50 years later. And I was at a Walmart on, I know it's not the same store, but I was at a Walmart on, on Saturday. I see someone that says, Mr. Lanier, how are you? My son wore your number. And my son ran down the field and made a tackle at the three-yard line, and they held that team. Hmm. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you about the other one, where we did the same thing. So we're playing in New York. This third quarter, I believe, the score is 6-3. to three. There's no touchdowns being scored. And Emmett Thomas, defensive coach for the Chiefs for many years, has a penalty in the end zone. Flag goes down. It's 40 yards away. The Jets have a first down at that much distance. 
and they were the previous year's Super Bowl winner. So on the way down the field, I noticed that the other teammates had started to concede something. And I felt I had to try to say something to enhance that. So I started making statements about the time that we had played all summer. And we were not going to just concede. If they get it, they have to earn it. We concede nothing. And in doing that, there started to be a little bit more emphasis, a little bit more concern about maybe changing that. But the thing that I understand very clearly is that I'm not 900 pounds. I just can't make people disappear. <laughs> so words without action doesn't really create the outcome. But the interesting things about the game of football that you always have to think about, and players who play offense have to hold still for one second. Once they are in their position, they have to be still. If they are not still, there's a penalty. If it's the one-yard line where the play was going to start, if there's any movement, they have to go back to the five. That's a 500% penalty. <laughs> well, if I'm in motion, it's only 50% from the one to the half. So my reality was that Namath had to go on early call. He could not take the chance. So the first thing he says, a sound, is hut. They don't move. I'm in motion. The offensive linemen have to be in their stance until the hut. If they don't, it's a penalty. So before they can raise up, all I do is turn sideways and disrupt the play. So now it's second and goal at the one and a half. The energy is there. The response is there. We stop the second interior run. Bobby Bell makes a play on the play, play action pass to the left. They get three. Score is tied 6-6. Six, six. Next series, we go down, score seven games over. And what that did was set the tone for this. And in the same way that we saw this game yesterday that looked dire and then you saw things come back, it sets the tone. And you see some of the the mental approach of the guys who have to stay together, be a part of the making of the history, with not a clue whether it's all going to work. But you cannot allow yourself to have one scintilla of doubt nor question for the rest of the story to unfold. I should have talked to Mark here at Hy-Vee and had a choir loft built right up here so we could have and say amen. Because I'll tell you what else, when you hold the Jets, that was a really good team. Emerson Boozer, Matt Snell, Don Maynard, uh, you hold them at the one-yard line. You know what you're able to do there? you got to do this, buddy. Okay. You were able to put the hammer down, baby. Baby? The baby. you got to bring the baby in, man. Come on, man. you got You bring up something, though, when you were so, I mean, I love hearing you talk. Uh, but if Tyron Matthew thinks the game, he makes a big play yesterday. He's in his coverage. He doesn't blow his coverage. But then he sees DeAndre Hopkins release, and he, he knows from his study and the route combinations that Houston in that formation is going to do that. He didn't blow his coverage, but he disguised it and then made the play. You're sitting there thinking, they're going to go on a quick count here. He's not going to try to draw us off at the 1. It's not at the 30 because it's a 500% penalty. Right. That's the kind of stuff a Tyron Matthews doing, and yet also exhorts his teammates. Like he's going up and down that sideline, and he has ever since he's flown into town. You have to have the consistency of a voice, and that voice has to be heard by the other players on the team. 
and, and, and I'm old school, and watch how I share this. There are maybe 75 plays in a game. There is about 35 seconds in between plays. All the players on the defense, that whole 35 seconds belong to the other player on the defense. Because what you're doing is trying to convince everyone that that next four and a half seconds is the most important four and a half seconds in your journey. So anybody who's doing all these things you see people do, they shouldn't do. Because it's taking a moment and fraction of mental action to do it, and it could mean that one moment, the penalty, that takes away the game. And all it takes is one. So those of us who played, and Bobby and Jim and all of us, I played 11 years, had five penalties in 11 years. And most of the guys on our defense had something equally low because we were not going to affect a game, a season, an outcome because we urged. So communication, if Tyrone is doing that, it's a wonderful piece of the puzzle because the puzzle has to be constant communication at all times because playing defense it takes two to three plays, you lose. Playing offense, it takes two or three plays, you win. You have to know the play, and they know the count. So your superiority has to be exhibited all times. It's impressive. The, the other thing is, and I talk with Andy Reid about this all the time, this is why Andy's superb. He is a terrific leader. You were CEO of a prominent company. Uh, and have been a fixture in the Richmond, Virginia area for years and years and years. So you're a great example of a player who was brilliant in their career, but then continued that brilliance uh, throughout your life. But Andy knows that at some point the coaching, it has to yield to players on the field. And, and so you guys had that. This team, I'm telling you, Willie, has that. Mahomes has that. Uh, Matthew has that. I mean, there's other guys on the Kelsey will have that. This is a team that is very strong in the locker room. Once the coaches leave, it's when, I mean, it goes to another level as far as um, encouraging each other and making sure everybody's on task. It really has to. In the, in the group dynamic, you have, yes, the leader, who is wonderful, whoever that might be in any organization. But the individuals who have to carry the task are the worker bees. And they have to make it all come together. They have to be a part of each other's soul to really feel the essence of what makes a difference. I know Bobby, as we played together for many years, we could glance at each other and know what the other was going to do on a particular play and make adjustments as far as plays were concerned. Sometimes I tended to be a little bit stronger of thought. If I didn't quite agree with a particular call, I might not call it if it came from the side only because what happens is that I'm the one looking in the eyes of my players. I'm the one who's trying to defend them from the offensive coordinator who's up there in the box trying to find our weakness. And I have to find the one who's weak for the moment before he does. And if I find them before he does, I can try to do something to offset it. But I don't want whoever the weak moment person is, and that takes nothing away from them, but you're trying to be in a chess match that's a high-speed chess match, and you if you're wrong, you're wrong for almost 50 years. All right, see, and that's the thing. That's the reality. Okay. This is awesome. You all get three hours of continuing credit and, uh, you know, leadership. 
Hey, he's a pro football Hall of Fame worker bee. You can see, and he's so cerebral, I don't know how I get along with crazy Bobby Bell. I have no idea how that all worked out. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Lee Summit, just off 7 Highway. And yes, we're getting ready for the AFC Championship game. More from the incomparable Willie Lanier after this on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network, baby. <laughs> we have played a minute and three seconds in the fourth quarter. Big action fake, left side throw, touchdown, Kansas City! Blake Bell has never had a touchdown in his five-year NFL career, either in the regular season, this is his first postseason game. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Lee Summit, off 291 Highway, just north of the Lee Summit High School, home of the Tigers. And again, with the Chiefs 51 points yesterday, you can get score 51 fuel saver discount points equal uh, to those 51 points the Chiefs had if you spend $51 here in the store. And I'll put it out there, a lot of you, uh, you're, like, you're liking them. These are they're well designed, we're very well done. The, the official uh, touchdown, Kansas City, Mitch Holter's official apparel T-shirts available while supplies last at Kansas City area Hy-Vee locations. Uh, they are on sale here tonight and the Hy-Vees throughout Kansas City. And our special guest tonight is going to get uh, some swag. He's going to get his own certificate to here at High V. Also, Willie's always been very dapper in his dress, right? Very distinguished in Richmond, Virginia. Well, he'll have a gift certificate to Houndstooth, which is downtown Kansas City's newest full-line men's clothing store located in the River Market. And he gets from Smoke and Fire. Uh, from Smoke and Fire, a gift certificate. So your barbecue and fireplace headquarters in the Chiefs Kingdom. We get all of that, Billy? Did we, we get got all, all of that? that? All right, yes, good. Sir. All right. Well, we've got the guy here, number 63, Pro Football Hall of Fame linebacker Willie Lanier to get ready for this AFC Championship game. Manson Mommy's here from Manson, Iowa. We have people here from Tampa, Florida. Fake Andy Reid is here. Uh, and Puppet Lady is here to try to be the uh, fan of the year this year in the National Football League. And, Willie, we're just uh, the captivated here with the chance to uh, play this game against the Tennessee Titans here at home in this contest. As a player preparing to play this game, you won on the road against the Jets, that goal line stand, so uh, impactful, but it only set it up. You had to go win at Oakland, and they were really, really good. Um, you had to win at Oakland to go to the Super Bowl. So the the equivalent of that game would be this week against the Titans when you had to win the AFL, last AFL championship game. We had played the Raiders that season, and I think we split. Uh, we won by three or four. They won by three or four at their place. And with us going to... New York to play the Jets, we won our playoff game. The Raiders played the Houston Oilers the same week we played the New York Jets. The Raiders won 56-7. to They scored 56 against the Oilers. We went out to Oakland. They scored 7. <laughs> our offense gave up a couple of fumbles and an interception. They still only scored 7 because the reality of the gauntlet, moving through it, the work you do, the process that involves itself, you end up playing better that next game. 
because interestingly enough, the Super Bowl was not the challenge. Getting to the Super Bowl was the challenge. Even though we were underdogs, we will get to that, the Minnesota Vikings in a moment, we felt that the game was that one. The Oakland the, game. That's the Oakland game, yeah. because that's the one, well, if you don't get there, you certainly can't win it. Absolutely. <laughs> so you have to get there. So this week would be commensurate with what they did, we did in Oakland. And even though you have a big running back, uh, you have leverage and physics to work with you. So you understand how the leverage and physics work, and you do your work properly, and you engage the moment, and you make it happen sufficient. And you'll come in and keep them under 100 yards, which no one thinks you're going to do. And as you have that added to your resume, and we'll see what else happens. Also, you can also be able to put, put the, the hammer down, down, baby. Baby. Well, wow. I'm telling you, the Bears here, man. Uh, we're going to let you go here. Just a couple of minutes, though. That Super Bowl game, you were underdogs. I still, when you watch the game, you're like, why did they think the Vikings were going to blow you guys out? Is with your defense, they you smothered those guys. We had played the Vikings in preseason, the previous season, in preseason. So we knew the team. Others had not thought about that. So our concern from a defensive standpoint was that we really didn't think they could score against us. Our concern was the offense throwing an interception or fumbling. <laughs> deep, no, deep Lenny. in our deep in our territory. So what we're wanting to say to them, oh, come on, men, all you have to do is don't do that, and we'll take care of the rest of it. So it was just kind of interesting that from a playing standpoint and a confidence standpoint, we felt that it would be a low-scoring game on their side because we had the Hall of Famers that we had, and we have in the Pro Football Hall of Fame from that game six defensive players in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the most in NFL history. That's so fantastic. And these stories are recounted even through the regular season in the 69 Chiefs book, which is phenomenal. We're going to let him go, but he has blessed us. Uh, with his presence here tonight, the perfect guy to get us ready for the AFC Championship game against the Tennessee Titans and the perfect guy to represent Richmond, Virginia. God bless you, my brother. Thank the you, pride man. of Morgan State University. Yes. Ready to do it again? It's time to put the hammer put down. Put the hammer down, baby. baby. You got it. We'll be back to wrap things up from Lee Summit after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. <laughs> downs the last two possessions trying to do it again this is fourth and goal for houston at the eight yard line 51 31 kansas city the chiefs trail 24 to nothing early in the second watson takes the snap here comes pressure and frank clark takes him down out of the 25 yard line frank clark clark the shark it's jaws one two three and four a third sack by Frank Clark, and the Chiefs will close it out and get ready to host an AFC Championship game for the first time back-to-back in Kansas City Chiefs history. Clark the Shark. Clark the Shark. Did you see Clark the Shark just circle Deshaun Watson like three times, like a shark waiting for his prey, and then... Jaws, one, two, three, and four, all in one 
fell swoop. Three sacks for Frank Clark. That was huge. Three touchdowns for Travis Kelsey. That was huge. Three touchdowns, Damian Williams. That was huge. Five touchdown passes by Patrick Mahomes. That was And here come the Titans, and it's time to put the hammer down, baby. Special thanks to the folks here at Hy-Vee. Puppet Lady's here. Uh, Vote for her for uh, National Fan of the Year. She'll tell you how to get that done. Also, you still have time tonight uh, with the Chiefs getting 51 points yesterday that you can score uh, on your Fuel Saver Plus card, 51 points with a purchase of $51. Special thanks to Willie Lanier. Is there any better dude than Willie Lanier? Next week, can you imagine what it will be like with an AFC championship? It's given me chills. It is going to be on next week at 95th Street in Overland Park. Join us there on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Check out the full library of on-demand Chiefs content, including the Chiefs Kingdom Show podcast, only at kcchiefsradio.com. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. 